You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network. You're listening to the Josh Adams Podcast on the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network. Yes, yes, After Dark. I'm a different guy right now. Thursday, Friday Eve. I'm in the building doing a podcast for y'all. Shout out to Peru. <laughs> Shout out to the good people of Toledo. Shout out to my little now nigga Leonard Oots, who had me out in Toledo the last weekend and plugged me. And I got plugged in with some good people out there who I'm gonna do some good business with. Yeah. Um. Shit. Shout out to Ann Arbor. I just was out at a. I was just out at a, 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 a what's the pizza place? Cottage Inn. Cottage Inn. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a restaurant, a big ass restaurant out there. And man, I went. I, I hopefully y'all can hear us. Mm-hmm. I know the audio people can. I mean audio land, but the people watching on YouTube, hopefully y'all can hear us. If you can't, please let it be known. But yeah, I got my cash up down there. Like I'm begging for cheese. Um, <laughs> shout out to the fans in Peru. Yeah, man, it's been a tremendous weekend, man. I had a good time, and this weekend's going to be even better, man. I'm doing a show out in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Shout out to them, because that's where the Pistons used to be at back in the day. Um, and um, and I'm in Richmond, Michigan, man. So if you if you ain't bought tickets yet, get tickets to all that shit. That's what's going on with me currently, my nigga. That is what's happening with me currently, but I'm sitting in the building with uh, entrepreneur, C, uh, CEO, uh, world traveler. Um, Just a regular man. Super tapped in, rapper, um, nigga producer. You know what I'm saying? Just all around good ass human being, man. Kari Frazier. What's going on, my people? What's going on, my people? Uh, you know, back in the podcast, Effect. This is like old school style, like the one on ones again. Going back to like the uh, the start of the pandemic was like this, and then Josh was actually solo a lot of them episodes too. But uh, it's like taking us back to the start, back to the days, back in the days to the OG fans, nigga. This was how it was. This how it was in the in the pandemic. It was just me and whoever my girlfriend was at the time, just sitting here talking to myself, just throwing shit against the wall. I mean, Ridiculous. niggas know what's up with me. Ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Niggas know what's up with me, man. I love to love. But like I said, man, shout out to all those places I was just at. I had a great ass time, man. Um and um now we here. About to kick it on some topics. There's a lot going on. Um more people are being terrorized by the Jewish community because people saying go. a lot of stuff. Hopefully y'all can hear us. Let us know in the comment comment right now if you can hear us. I want to make sure that I ain't talking and y'all ain't paying attention. You know what I'm saying? At the moment. Not people on the call. I'm doing a podcast. Well, while he gets to that, we want to also give big thanks. We found out we in the uh, big rankings in the Peruvian podcast. My I nigga. don't know Get how and what got Josh listened to down in Peru. Uh, I guess people going on a ayahuasca jersey uh, journey uh, through Machu Picchu. Hey, yo. But somebody knows about Josh Adams down there, and he got some Peruvian fans. Nigga, they know Detroit. They know Detroit is different. <laughs> Somebody said you good. What up, uh, Chef Dave's Loaf? Oh, I can't really see that shit. Comments really good. You good. What's up, Chef? Chef the Deaf. My guy, that's what's Def. up. It looked like you on the line, Chef. It looked like you on the line, Chef the Deaf. What, uh, what plant you at, man? Where you working? And then if they rocking with the podcast and the plant. 
You know what I'm saying? We gonna definitely add. Shout out to the people that do listen in the plan, man. That's in there uh, drunk. <laughs> Buying bitches corned beef sandwiches. Buying other niggas bitches corned beef sandwiches. Right, I know what y'all doing that, there. That's what you think happens in the plan. Nigga, I know that's think, what they do. Why do you think that? Okay, so I guess we gonna start there. We we in the mix with Shout it. Shout out to my girl, Jay Drake. Shout out to my girl, Jay Drake, who uh, she work out at the gym. She an actress. And she work out at the gym that I was going to out there with Jason James. And he trains her. And um, they can say Dakota. Is that a plant? I don't know. We about to find out. Oh. I guess Dakota may be one of the plants. So like, so. So this is what Jay Drake was telling me. She was telling me it's this nigga who been on her ass for a long time and he been on her head and he always be trying to buy her uh lunch and he was just like she's like he just be on give me corned beef sandwiches and I was like yeah y'all, I don't know how many it doesn't work before like maybe it take about three four corned beef sandwiches before you get some pussy like that's how it be man you don't know like that's that's some type of story that's some type of math story so you problem think lunch you think you think lunch is a gateway if uh that that the plant guys kind of go through feeding the woman is the gateway to end up connecting with the woman that's always the, to a woman's heart Man, it's, it's always the way to a woman's heart is her stomach. If you feed her and you keep her fed and you make her laugh, there's no way you can easily put your dick all in her stomach at some point in time. And you can go get a room at the Red Roof Inn up to Quinder off of 696 where uh, Dr. Kevorkian was killing people at. Hilarious. So food and funny leads to the other F, correct? That's that's basically what you're saying? That's basically what it is. If you're funny and then women like to eat and laugh. All the other shit is extra. You rap niggas and all you scamming niggas and niggas who got money and tr- uh, y'all made it more difficult than it was if you feed them and you make them laugh nigga they'll open up that's what y'all don't want to hear but anyway I'm not dealing with them kind of women who own it no more I'm only fucking with hoes that have been healed if you haven't been healed don't come that way all 23 we healing healed healed so how, how do you uh, are you gonna start approaching women with uh, like the temptations are you gonna go back to the David Ruffin are you gonna uh, sugar pie honey bunch them or what, what's the healed approach versus the you just gotta be non healed I mean click some of these comments cause I can't see them but you just gotta be healed like a lot of motherfuckers out here going through shit and get traumatized eat green my baby. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this the new wave, man. I don't care how fat your ass is. I don't care how good you suck dick. If you ain't healed, I don't want you around me. Mm. Yeah, you got to be on the right path. You know what I'm saying? What it would be nice that? to have some pussy. Funny niggas going to always prevail. Always. If you can make a, like, if you can make a, if you can make a, a woman laugh, you in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, that is our fat ass. A nigga who is funny <laughs> and some big titties. That's our fat ass and big titties. Like, I've always been funny, so I've always been in the realm of being able to get pussy, even when I was younger. But I didn't know how powerful the laughter was, because it's a thin line between funny and friend, like fucking and fucking and friendship. Well, well, I think I think it's the thin line between like she looking at you like you funny and it's humorous, or you goofy. You know what I'm saying? Like it, the the funny can become goofy. But I was gonna say on the hill. Don't you think women can be on a healed spectrum? What if she on the spectrum of healed? What if like this is healed, and she happens to be like in the middle? Like, like where she at? When she not healed you know then. But she got to be trying to be healed. So you're okay. not going to be in the middle spectrum. You're going to be closer to the other spectrum. But yeah, like, I mean, being funny has always been a superpower. Like, nigga, I, I like my daughter's mothers. Like, you know what I'm saying? Being funny put me in position to meet them. And then me being funny probably locked the deal in. You know what I'm saying? You can make her like, laugh. You can make her moan. It, it looks like a lot of your, uh, the listeners here uh, support that. I wonder do the people in Peru support that as well. Shout out know? to the niggas in Peru, man. We big in Peru, Trav, and the e <laughs> We're going to set a tour up. We're going to go out there and do Blast Mass. We're going to do my podcast live. E. Green, we're going to go out there and put a show together. We're going to Peru. We're going to do, uh, do ayahuasca. We're going to be like... Uh, Kari keep wanting to do these weird-ass drugs. <laughs> Kari want to go out there and fuck Peruvian bitches. Don't they make cocaine? Ain't that where cocaine come from, Peru? Co- cocaine is grown in any Columbia? climate that's like warm enough. 
and you had a mountain. So like Columbia definitely produces. You need a mountain food. to make cocaine. I mean, the mountains kind of help because, like, you know, it's, it's like you get more d- in the atmosphere. But, like, you know, a, oh, you got to be high. Like, you got to have, yeah. like, a high some or... Some of the altitude. I don't the altitude got to be high. But then again, I ain't... I ain't well, let's go down. Let's go to Denver and make some cocaine. Because <laughs> if I we... think it's warm enough. Because if we funny drug dealers, nigga, we really fucking the game up. That's what I'm trying to be. Funny drug dealer. <laughs> yeah, funny drug dealer. Like, nigga, I, I, I'm not ashamed. I'm a funny nigga, man. And that's how I get what I get. And that's why I do what I do. Riri, what's up, love one? How the baby? She said, this is very true. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably why she got the baby she got. The nigga was funny. So, so if you funny, you ain't got to pull out. Feed him. Uh, be funny and feed, feed him, him, and you fuck it. That's, Pretty much. That's basically the gateway, like the ABC. Bro, I've had yeah, so many women offer me to have my baby. And everything. I have so many women offered to give me a baby, man. If you funny, they want to procreate with you because it's a sign of intelligence. I know we being silly right now, but a funny nigga is a sign of intelligence. To be able to disarm people with your sense of humor and say the right thing at the right time. Blast just definitely put me on blast. Okay, the mountains kind of help. Like I say, I'm definitely not the biggest in chemistry. Trav love to get niggas together. Uh, but definitely, I know that like the climate and, and it's because that's like connecting to like the mountain range down there like that runs throughout so most of the mountain range is where a lot of the cocaine is grown but you know yeah man know. Kari just made that up dog this nigga seen American Gangster and he seen them <laughs> out there one time he seen Frank Lucas he seen Denzel Washington go out to some place and it was mountains in the background he was like oh well that's how you make cocaine that's Vietnam that was Vietnam actually it's an interesting documentary about the guy well, forget all that. I often say, Kari, don't nobody really give a fuck about no interesting documentary on how to make cocaine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We don't care about that. We seen niggas make cocaine in Minnesota society, and that's all we know. That you was, need a stove was, and baking soda. That was soda. cooking crack. That okay, but you need crack. Cocaine. That's what we do here, nigga. We ain't in no high altitudes over here, nigga. The highest you can get over here, nigga, is the giant slide. Shout out. Damn, I dropped my whole phone. That giant slide is the highest you can get here as far as altitude go, nigga. Well, I, think, I, yeah. think, I think the Renaissance Center towers the giant slide. When niggas, everybody ain't got access to the Renaissance Center. Everybody can get on the giant slide. So that's what we. That's how we living. But uh, not this one. But yes, funny gets me absolutely every time. Okay, so Damn. I'm guessing this one means the kid. He got so to I be guess funny. He wasn't humorous. He may have been. Does he have serious? any type of sense of humor? Because, I mean, who can date somebody with no sense of humor? And the funny thing about it is... When you kicking it with a girl, they automatically kind of start taking some of your traits and taking some of your swag. Every girl I've ever fucked with got funny or fucking with me. E. Green possibly throwing himself in the kittle right now by even mentioning the quote he brought up, but I guess the funny does prevail. I started a gig last week and was talking my shit, making people laugh. I got like sick numbers from women in training. Boy, you gonna get a, a docu. <laughs> you docker, nigga. Don't get you docker, nigga, trying to be funny. Don't do that. Don't get kicked out. Don't get kicked the fuck off the team. Nigga, giggling your way, you gonna giggle your way to the unemployment line, nigga. You better leave them hoes alone, E Green. <laughs> so what's like, you docker, you nigga? Think, so you would if you ran a business and it was a guy that just happened to have he was very charismatic, got a good personality, he welcomes the attention. Some women make advances towards him. That would you wouldn't want to hire that guy. I'd be like, get your charismatic ass the fuck out of here with that. You're not finna fuck all these girls on the line. Had these hoes arguing, and now all of a sudden everybody order fucked up and. They they all want to work. The, they want to work sandwiches because now you so funny. The bitch at the cash, she listening back here. That was me, man. I fucked up a Wendy's before, man. I fucked a whole Wendy's up, nigga. I went to a pawn shop and went crazy. Like, nigga, I went to the pawn shop and was on some regular shit. Wasn't nobody fucking with me. Then they was like, they found out I was a comedian. Then sooner or later, I got more calm and more, more. you know, I got in my bag, nigga. And then, nigga, it just was... <laughs> 
And now, nigga, look at me. In the game. You know what I'm saying? Being funny, man. Get you pussy. Nah, I'm on the truck with a bunch of niggas. Nah, so I ain't got to worry about getting no pussy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just being funny is just a, a, it's a gateway to anything, man. Networking. People want to spend time around you. They want to laugh. They want to kick shit with you. Being funny is a cheat code. And I, as an older nigga, I, I wish I would have leaned more as a kid into it. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I ran from being funny. I was like, man, I don't want to be the funny nigga. I want to be the cool hooping nigga. I want to be the cool this nigga. I want right, to do this. So, and, so if LeBron James and Dave Chappelle in the room, you think more people is going to try Chappelle. to beat Dave Chappelle than LeBron James? Yeah, Dave Chappelle. But now what you just described, you put them two niggas together. That's me. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm a six foot six nigga with a beard and I'm hilarious. So now imagine if I'm in the room with them niggas. You know what I'm saying? So it's Dave Chappelle, LeBron James, and I'm in there. Everybody is the room is gonna lean to me. They gonna <laughs> they gonna be like, you just took them two niggas, put them together, and this nigga right here, I dominate the room, man. That's what it is. I'm tall and funny. He definitely has a sense of humor, so I have to take that back, actually. Being with a humorous guy brings my silly side out, and I love it. Man, being funny is... Uh, bro, that shit puts you in a whole bag. Yo, Am I, speak, speaking of which, who... You ever date a woman that, like, was... Okay, so, like, it's it's the inside jokes you and your girl got. Yeah. But you ever date a woman that's, like, funny to everybody? Nope. Nope. I've never dated a girl that's funny to everybody. Nope. I've never... I mean, put it like this. I've dated girls. I mean, everybody funny to somebody, but you mean just straight up this motherfucker yeah, I mean, hilarious. Because, because like, you know, usually if in a relationship, like, you know, she's funny to me, but I don't know how funny she is to like the, the world. world outside of her friends or whatever. Is she know? the funny, is she the funny person in the crew? Nah, man. No, you I never okay, even the Well, let me think. Let me think. I mean, because you're putting a lot of pressure on me. I've date they all I mean, the girls I've dated are funny to me and, and they're funny. They have a sense of humor, but I ain't just dated no motherfucker girl that was just like nigga killing. Like, this bitch is an animal. I'm trying to think in my last few little wooty whams of the ones that was important to me. Of the ones that was important to me, no nah, man, they just had a they had a they had an average sense of humor, and then kicking it with me kind of turned their shit up. But uh, no nah, man, I can't think of none that was just straight up hilarious like that. Like the comedians I know, like I know girls that are women that are comedians that are just funny. I don't know no women that I've ever dated. I don't look for that because I just think I think everybody funny. So I'm gonna find something funny about you, and then I'm gonna accentuate it, and you're gonna be a funnier motherfucker to me. But I just you know you like you say you have your inside shit here and there, but nah. I ain't, I ain't never looked at a girl like she gotta be funny, but you just can't be no evil bitch either. So, okay, like, could you be with a woman that didn't laugh at your jokes? Like, it, the opposite. She didn't really find you funny. What's that like? Uh, most of them hoes don't want to fuck with me, so I never had to deal with them. <laughs> I've never dealt, like, that's my end. Like, I'm a funny nigga, like, even without trying, so you gonna laugh. So I, any girl that just ain't never laughed at me, we probably ain't ever, I can't think of a girl who didn't think I was funny that I fucked. Mm. I have never hit a girl who didn't enjoy my sense of humor. I've never met a girl. I can't say I met her. I'm sure it's girls like, I don't think Josh funny. Yeah, I'm sure. But every girl that I've ever uh, mm -hmm. put my put my, put my my penis in, they have enjoyed my sense of humor, bro. So, no, nah, that's, a, that's a no for me. Have you ever dated a girl that, that, never, that didn't think you was like the wokest nigga in the world? <laughs> <laughs> you so, ever dated a bitch like, you, you ain't woke as motherfucking Yusuf, you know? <laughs> 
<laughs> have that ever happened to you, nigga? You and your bitch ever had a woke off? A woke off? My last nigga was way walker than you, nigga. His his wooden chains was way longer his than yours. Wooden chains. This ginger ain't as ginger as his ginger is. You just start growing a garden. So so basically, what funny is to you, woke is. You know I'm talking shit. Have you ever dated a girl that didn't think he was funny? Because I mean, everybody's no, I'm just funny. joking with you, but um. Yeah, it's definitely like, but I think with my personality, oftentimes people trip out when they find out how silly I can be. Mm-hmm. But I usually am laughing at things like, you know, my sense of humor is different. It's I laugh at absurdity. What up, Summer Savis? You know, yeah. human behavior is funny as hell. Like seeing a person try to figure something out in an awkward situation, kind of like Curb Your Enthusiasm with Larry David. Like I find life itself funny as hell when silly shit happens. Like mm. the whole time when Josh told the story about, you know, about the hotel, when mm. when he told me the story, it was the absurdity of it that was so funny about it. You yeah. know, and I started laughing like hell, you know, and a lot of other people was trying to figure everything out. So it tripped yeah. me out when they was like, okay, why you ain't take your shirt off and wear it like Try to figure uh, it out. Kill, <laughs> click some of these comments. <laughs> What's y'all go-to movies, man, when it comes to, like, like, is it a movie that you watch to see if a girl's sense of humor is on your level? Like, you ever watch a movie with a girl that you think hilarious, and you're like, bitch, you don't like this? It make you kind of feel a way about her? Let me see. Not this one. But he's funny. He gets me every time. I started a gig. Oh, okay. We got that's these. late. That's late. Like, like, we got we that one. That. We did that. So we're trying we to get these comments in, y'all. Okay. Tall and funny gonna get them every time. That's what I've been hearing. You know what I'm saying? If you can dunk, nigga, and you call it with a callback, them hoes gonna fall over. Next he, one. He also said they've been on your head, so I guess you, you gotta slow right. down. E Green, you going too fast. Like you can't get through there and get the fucking all of them. Through training. You gotta chill. You gotta at least let these hoes get out of orientation before you fuck them. You can't fuck these hoes before y'all get through orientation. Y'all gotta at least get some insurance. That way y'all get in the union. Women aren't really funny. They be goofy and say cute stuff to make you chuckle, but that as far as it go. It's some funny women out here. Yeah, it is. Yusuf and them <laughs> Kari ain't woke as them niggas I couldn't be with a girl That thinks she's funnier The funnier one in a relationship I mean nigga I could put it like this I think Megan Thee Stallion is funny Like I think Fucking with Megan Thee Stallion And I just have a high fucking Idea of her too But just looking at her And the way she interact And I see the way she laugh With them big ass gums I think she a silly funny motherfucker You don't think I, I would say I, I say I think Cardi B is funny as hell you I'll know, give it that. And, and she definitely got a lot of extra personality. Now, being in a relationship with her, I don't know. I think she'd be better as like the homie than like my girl, because I think it would be a lot dealing with Cardi. I think Cardi B funny just because she say shit to say shit. I think Megan really funny though. And, so, the, and the difference is, is because I look at it like this. As rappers, people give Cardi shit to say. Megan comes up with the shit she says. Probably, I mean, I assume she all write all her shit. I look at Megan, I'm thinking Megan just a funny bitch. Like she'll point something out to you and you'll be like, that's funny in a motherfucker. I think Cardi just say what the fuck is on her head because Cardi just a little off. So, and, and we're talking about women that ain't comedians right now. Yeah, I'm just purpose. talking about in a relationship. So like, like on I purpose, think, I think, woman. I think Gabrielle Union is hilarious. Hmm. I believe in a relationship. No. Gabrielle Union is a funny bitch. You, you kind of just shifted to a whole other topic. I Gabrielle have, but I'm just giving you, but, I'm huh. giving you women that I think that in a relationship are funny motherfuckers. Like, I honestly think she's probably the funniest one in that relationship. I think she's more, and you know what's crazy? She's probably more of the man, not the man. <laughs> 
<laughs> not the man, my nigga. Not the man. Not the man. I can go a lot of layers. Yeah, but I feel thing. like she has a masculine. We, me and Ryan Taylor always used to talk about something about Gabrielle Union. She seemed like she can fuck a nigga differently than a girl would fuck a You know how most girls try to get dick from a nigga? She seemed like uh, women get dick from you like women get dick from you. Me, uh, Megan. Gabrielle Union seems like she'll fuck you, but come at you with like an energy. You're like, damn, bitch, you damn I mean, like when, a nigga. When she, when she was on that, you know, the classic clip on the Sway interview talking about what she want to do, that, I mean, she definitely said it in a way that I don't Shout think out both to come at it. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I think me and Fluent, I don't know what day that show is. I think that's the, uh, February the 11th. Shout out to... Uh, Alpha brain, nigga. I've been taking it. I think he was just on here. He likes oh. something. I seen a nigga with some dreadlocks that hardest some <laughs> shit on here. It could be Fluent. I got a lot of niggas with dreadlocks on my shit. But yeah, just to shout it out, February 11th, me and Fluent doing... I'm not... We're not doing it together, but he put me on the show. And um, hey, if you know Fluent, man... He put together some shit, man. He put a vibration together. It's going to be good people. It's going to be fun. And nigga, some of the finest, wokest, thick motherfuckers you ever seen, man. And he ain't hit all of them. So that way you can all get on there. <laughs> yep, Fluent watching. That was him. I think, oh, oh t- shout out to, uh, shout out Fluent. 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 Um, I was going to say, let's see. Because now let's let's go down a list of women you think that would be funny. I thought, um, and this, this definitely. Lori Harvey ain't funny. I, I don't Yeah I don't, don't think Lori Harvey funny I was gonna say Old girl on um That used to be on The Mr. Cooper show uh, Ronnie Pete wife uh, Holly Robinson Pete Yeah I doubt that You don't think so I mean no, she, she was kind of like With timing on, on Mr. Cooper I mean I mean but she was An actress and she had Wrote shit to say Like I don't think She just In conversation I don't know Like um uh Yeah like I said Gabrielle Union Megan Stallion Seemed like she'd be Hella funny Queen Latifah yeah, I give you Queen Latifah. Latifah. Seen like, I give you Queen Latifah. I, and Vivica Fox. If I run through all the girls and set I mean, it off, Vivica Fox. Eh. I think Vivica Fox. Okay, like in the four. I mean, obviously you gonna put Queen Latifah first. Then I guess Vivica no. I'm just Fox I'm just comes. saying black and white funny. I think I ain't talking about like who gonna headline Queens of Comedy. I'm just talking about. <laughs> I think I look at I look at. I look at Queen Latifah and I can tell like she she can just make you laugh. I look at Vivica Fox, I feel like she can just make you laugh. Do I think Jada could do it? I don't know. And do I think the one who always crying? No, Cardi B seems like she played too much, like she takes shit too far. Cause she's just a weird person. I think she probably corny. Who? She probably talking about Gabrielle Union. I, yeah, Cardi do take shit far, but that's the absurdity. A that lot I of find girls, funny. you know what else? And most girls with big titties are funnier than girls with fat asses. <laughs> Most girls, big titties, girls who got big titties, who titties kind of dominate the conversation, like, or dominate the play. Girls with bigger titties are going to be funny with girls with fat asses. But having a fat ass is uh, cool, too. But I love a fat ass. But that's what I'm just saying, like, but... Wow, Riri got a hell of a comment up here now. Being funny and smooth had me wanting to settle down with a guy that was, like, 300 pounds, but it didn't... And that's what I'm saying. Something about being funny take away the fact that I'm missing a side tooth. Like, shit that bitches wouldn't fuck with. Me, nigga, you... Do you understand how funny I gotta be to have two kids by two different women and still get women? Nigga, that's next level. Like, nigga, that's just like, nigga, give me the Mark Twain Award right now. Like, nigga, if I was just an unfunny... If I wasn't a... Okay, so a nigga missing a side tooth with two kids, and I wasn't funny, I wouldn't get no more pussy. I had to start buying pussy. <laughs> I'm recording a comedy special Saturday. My nigga E. Green. Uh, e. Green. Where, is where, at? Comedy where special. at? Where at? And what's it going to be called? This is my guy. Yeah. He funny. He from the crib. He live out in Texas now. Oh, uh, shit. Where at about Texas? I think he in Houston. Show love, Houston folks. 
Show love, Houston folks. Hey, you know, hey, Houston, hey. Houston's a good city. It is. Peru. A lot of love there. Peru. Fuck with my nigga E. Green. Hey, hey, put your uh, social media up there so my niggas in Peru can fuck with you, E. Green. <laughs> we big in Peru. My nigga Steve said, that's a hell of observation. Most girl, girls, like, think about all the girls that was funny in your life growing up. Like, the girls who had big titties. Them hoes can make you laugh a little harder than the ones with the fat asses. But not saying that you can't have a fat ass to be funny, because again, I say Megan Thee Stallion seems like she's funny, but she also got a fat ass and some big titties. She a cheat code. That's Queen funny. Latifah, big titties. Vivica Fox got some you big ass think, titties. Uh, what's, what, what's the other girl on Living Sync? But I guess she a comedian. I don't care. Who you talking about? Sinclair? Yeah. Come on, now. We ain't gonna go there. Auntie Jennifer Lewis funny as hell. Yeah, she funny as hell, but it's like once you go through menopause, you develop a sense of humor. She at that age now, weird. And everything she say so real and it's funny. Queen Latifah probably serious ass stood on camera. I mean, that don't change the fact. We just talking funny. Just funny. Woman. You know what I mean? And then she grew up around a lot of niggas. So anytime a girl like grew up around a lot of niggas, you think about the game differently, you move differently, and then your conversation is different. So if you around a lot of niggas, you're going to develop tendencies that niggas have, and we have to be funny. We have to be charming to get the pussy. Like, we going to have that podcast about how hard it is to get pussy, and we're going to break it down for, for the women because they think we just getting pussy left and right. Um, Gabrielle. Nah, I'm telling you, Gabrielle. Riri, if you met Gabrielle, you would fall in love with her. I'm telling you, she seems like she's hella charismatic. Um... She got her ways, but I think she said, no, nah, stop playing, Josh, because you still got height, and that's a big deal in itself. I don't give a fuck. You can be tall, but nigga, two kids and missing a side tooth, and, and you ain't on-on, it's hard to work. I'm just telling you. I'm just being realistic about shit. Being funny is like... Uh, it's, it's like the zip sauce, nigga. It make everything better. Like... Nigga, them lamb chops good, but that zip sauce take it to another level. That 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 funny, a motherfucker that's funny. I had a girl I talked out of some pussy at a podcast. And I'm not gonna say what podcast I was on, <laughs> but the podcast started where she was like, I don't be fucking like that, this, that, and the third. And I'm just doing me. I wasn't even trying to fuck her. I was just talking in a way that might have might have might have uh inferred that I wanted some pussy from her. She immediately texted me afterwards and was like, I ain't never been wet from a conversation before. And I could just think like, bro, these powers, bro. Great power come great responsibility. <laughs> this ain't no cap. I don't have no reason to lie about this. She's still trying to give me that pussy. I don't want it. Shout out to you, but I'm just being I'm just being real. I'll ruin your life. Uh, this dick like that. Like I was telling Cardi, this one girl only been with like four niggas was trying to give me some pussy. I was like, bitch, you, this dick could tear you out the frame. You got to have more bodies on you. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> this nigga tear your life up. <laughs> gotta be you gotta be a veteran to play at the Patriots play with the Patriots. <laughs> yeah, you can't come over here, nigga. You can't bring no rookie quarterback, nigga. I'm gonna break you down. <laughs> She's trying to play, trying to trying to ease her way into some dick, and I'm like, you only been with four niggas, girl. You don't go ahead and sit down. I had you out here fucked up. <laughs> If I drop this dick on you and You know what I'm saying This dick is hey, This dick The meat falling off the bone Like this the motherfucker Right where it need to be at pause. I know exactly what to do with you Pause I'm gonna put you in a honey pack And we gonna do some backflips On the mattress <laughs> Try to give me some pussy You only been with four niggas Bitch get your bodies up Get your bodies up <laughs> Get your bodies up Don't come over here like that Thinking you finna fuck me And nah I'm gonna fuck you up I'm very confident where I'm at, at now sexually. Like, I know what I can do to a motherfucker. I'll take you down through there. You being here like, I'm finna pee. No, you're not, but go ahead and do it anyway. <laughs> Pick a weakness. 
We always end up here. <laughs> Shout out to my niggas in Peru. That's why Peru fuck with me. <laughs> Peru fuck with me because I talk this kind of shit. <laughs> Somebody send me a flight. Let's do a live podcast out in Peru. Niggas, it's safe. <laughs> Let's come out to Peru, my nigga. I don't know what the girls look like, but we coming. <laughs> but you gotta have more bodies. You don't believe you don't agree with that? Like I, fucking somebody who is sexually inexperienced and being as experienced as you are, and you pull out your bag of dicks that you got across the street. You don't think a motherfucker who only had four bodies is gonna be able to put up with the, the pressure you coming with, nigga? I, I agree with you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just joking with you. I know. I agree with you. I, I also think like like we we just gonna see sex differently already as men and women usually we see it differently but as a person that like it's, it's almost one of those things where you know and I've, I've been given that like I haven't been with many people because I'm usually in long term relationships mm-hmm. I've been in a relationship for five years and I was in a relationship for ten years you know you hear those types of stories and it's like okay now you're trying to impact how I'm gonna treat you and this is probably one of my biggest this is one of the most annoying things to me. I'm speaking for me. And this isn't just specific to that, but anything. Anytime a person basically gives me a disclaimer on how I'm supposed to treat them before they just at least accept the way that I'm treating them already, that fuck with me. Because you assuming I'm about to treat you fucked up. I could be treating you perfect, but now you got this extra shit in the back of my head where I'm supposed to be giving you more consideration than I would have just naturally given you as a human being. At least let's begin interacting and then when I do some shit that's out of bounds then you be like, all right, you getting out of bounds here. But I'm not supposed to give more of a fuck about anything. Deal with me a natural way. Yeah, man. I feel what you're saying, bro. Yeah. Women have women have a lot of expectations when it comes to it. And that's when the expectations get fucked up. And we always get into it where it's like I I mean on the on all of that shit. And I mean it could be women, it could be a job, but let's just stick in the dating world. My ex did all of this, my ex did all of that. It's like don't tell me any of that shit. Because now you putting me in a box where you want me to treat you a certain way and not be myself. Just at least let us grow natural. Why can, the fuck are you comparing and me to I don't want to do this, but yeah, women do that a lot. You got some of the corners of your shit right there. I was trying to tell oh, you without being yeah. on camera. Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> women do shit that they we we could not do to them at all. Like I could never come and tell you about the last bitch because you would be like, are you still in love with that bitch? Why do you keep bringing this bitch up? Why do you keep saying that? But women will find a way to continue to bring up a nigga and what a nigga didn't do and what a nigga will do. You know what I'm saying? Car, we do always end up here. But this is where God take us to. With this podcast, <laughs> God is the producer of this podcast. That's why it ain't no motherfucking... That's why it ain't no segments because God don't want none. We are a segment. We living. Like I said, that's an unhealed woman with her guard up. And he that's what I'm saying. I was just to about to get on a motherfucking topic. Yeah. Of if you're not healed in 23, stay the fuck away from me. I only want healed women around me. Only healed hoes. You have to be healed. So whatever issues you got with your daddy, your baby daddy, your mama, your sister, yourself, get healed. I'm on some healed shit. I'm drinking water. Mm. I'm drinking water. We out here, we healing. That's how heal, we get man. to the next level, man. Heal, man. We trying to heal, my nigga. If you ain't healed, stay the fuck around me, nigga. Only the healed. <laughs> Bitch, walk up to me, nigga. What if, what where the heal at, my nigga? Don't ask me where the hoes at. Where the heal at? What if they come up to you and say, you the reason why I'm unhealed, brother? Unhealed? Like I fucked them up? 
Yeah. I'm like, I'm apologizing and I'm healed at this point and I hope one day you get there and I want to help you get there as well. So you can blame me, but you still can't stay there. You know what I'm saying? You can you can blame me. You can blame that you fucked up on me, but it's like you can't blame me for the reason you still there. If you ain't trying to get out of there, that ain't got shit to do with me. You know what I'm saying? I'm here to help you. If I can help you heal, that's what I'm on. I'm like, we here, we here for, you know, we put here to be of a be of service to a motherfucker. You know wow. what I'm saying? E. e Green just left some heavy shit in there. I won't date a woman if she suffered any kind of abuse. That's, that's fucked tough. up, bro. Because a lot of women suffer the abuse. It's so many women when like you get intimate heart to heart conversations about what kind stuff. of abuse? It's tough, bro. E Green. It's tough. No, my bad cry. I just want to know what kind of abuse because it's a lot. Like, it could be child abuse. It could be... I mean, this is my thing. And I know I'm talking this shit and saying, deal with it. But I know you can't come to me and be already right. But it's like, you got to be working on it. You can't not acknowledge it. You can't acknowledge that you fucked up. You got to be like, all right, I got some shit going on and I need to deal with it. You can't say to me, I shut down just such and such. Why the fuck do you shut down and then there's no communication? We need to understand that and talk about it because it's something that ain't right with you. Like, I just found out this here, man. I was telling Corey this other day. I did a show out in um any abuse, bro. That's that's hard because yeah, every tough. woman in building with something like I I've yeah. done I've I've done I've dated. I know for a fact I done dated. This might be wild to say. Seventy percent of the women I've dated have been molested. Yeah, I would agree. At young, I would agree. And current, like and like, or just some type of sexual trauma. Like they done dealt with some shit. So sexual, sexual. I mean, it's like you got sexual abuse, physical abuse, mental or like slash verbal abuse, mm-hmm. psychological abuse. <laughs> It's a lot. It's it's a lot. And it's sad and unfortunate that the numbers are that high. And I, I'm going to agree. Like, it's the numbers are just that high to the point, like, when I first, I remember the first time, I remember the first time, like, it was, like, later on, maybe I was, like, 26. And my girlfriend at the time told me she was raped at one point in time. I was like, what the fuck? And it fucked me up. Then I started asking other women. And, it, you know, it, it, it was... It was tough. It was tough because it's like you want to respond a certain way. And this happened before we were together. But you can not only go as far as the person that's experiencing that direct that trauma directly wants to take things. I've dealt with women. Here go a classic one that really fucked me up. And I've been in the relationship. Women that get sexually harassed and abused that way at work. That should be fucked up because you be wanting to. You know, knuckle up. But then it's like, ah, uh, don't do nothing. I'm going to do it this way. I'm going to go through HR. And it'd be like, mm, Yeah, I had an ex straight up tell me that. Like, it was a nigga pressing her at the job trying to buy her corned beef sandwiches because that's the nigga's <laughs> go-to. Uh, you don't want no chicken pita? Nigga, no, nah, she ain't. Nigga, I, the bitch, I fed the bitch before she got to work. She good. Leave her alone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, man, trauma is real. Like, and it, like it's hard to die. And honestly, to be real with you, some of the... <sighs> One with the best pussy been abused. Like, you know what I'm saying? So if you don't have some good pussy, it's hard to get around it. I know what you mean. Like, you don't want to deal with the baggage that come with it. But, nigga, we all come to the table with something. So, like I said, I forgave everybody that did anything to me in general. Like, just the other day in Flint. And I'm still working on it. It ain't like I forgave them and I'm better. But I felt better getting it off my chest, taking them first steps and being like, all right, I understand now I've been holding grudges against motherfuckers. But I'm telling you, man, it's a work in progress, bro. We trying to be healed in 23 for real. I know it sounds like I'm playing, but I'm for real. A man had to be healed, kind of rich, celibate, and a bunch of other stuff. But women don't have to have anything going to a relationship that's no good. Now, you right. That's what I'm saying. They got to try. Like, I don't expect her to come to me with crystals in her hand and being like, nigga, I beat the game. I figured it out. My chakras are aligned. <laughs> no, but come to me and be like... <laughs> 
Hey man, I know if you done spazzed on me and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And then you leave and come back and be like, listen, the reason I spazzed is because you did this and you did that and my sisters, da 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 da. It's like, all right, bet. Now we talking about it. Now we on the way to being healed. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's a process to it, you know? And we start talking about some deep shit, half the motherfuckers left. Hey, so listen. <laughs> let's talk about pussy. See, we this what I be saying. Like, we be talking that fucking shit. When I start talking about my dick, this bitch be as long as my, you know, this bitch be 11 inches, you know, be 11 on this motherfucker. But we ain't here talking about healing, but I don't be kidding. I be want to have a good conversation. But, it, but that's deep, Green. point about the what you're saying. It's like, because even this process of the discussion that we talking about, it's like, how do you even have the healed discussion when our presence of mind ain't even grounded in having that discussion, period. Let me say this. My, my, my guy, Steve Lloyd, just said, man, it's my guy. He just said, and, he, and I don't know if he know this, but he said some shit that's, that made me kind of change up. Even if I change, like, like I took the I took 30 days off of drinking, right? And then I was like, bro, I'm going to slow up how I drink next year and just so far as I move on. He was like, bro, I just drink wine because it's something about liquor that make you a different person. Wine kind of keep you where you at. And I don't know if Steve know that I ever heard that conversation where I was like, bro, I think I'm going to tap in and just drink more wine because wine is healthier. You can, and then you still get a buzz and it's a cool little buzz. But anyway, Steve said, you got to know how to communicate. I never realized how important communication is until right now and just in general in life and then just in relationships like just talking like texting and all that no real communication like sitting down talking to somebody and getting the inferences as far as like the things they saying and the things they doing is the like bro you have to communicate like I don't I don't think people realize how many times watch this pussy pussy dick pussy dick and pussy dick why eight people jump on this bitch the algorithm work like that but in reality dog like communication you might you don't realize how many relationships you could have probably salvaged if you would have just communicated with the person or vice versa but if you if you trying to communicate and they ain't it ain't gonna work but communication is so 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 important too important well welcome to class Josh I appreciate it Amber I'm telling you man communication is super important dog like and that's the process of being healed like I know I can't fix you I just met you your trauma is fucking 25 years in, in counting cause you know that's where I start off at 25 and I know I can't change you I can only help you so it's like it's a process it took 25 years to tell you now it's probably gonna take fucking 26 to get you back right but I'm down to go with you as long as you communicate that's the thing man but we don't but see but that right there is the tough thing cause damn now you got me talking like Sigmund Freud and shit it's like we got who we are and then it's who we think we are who we really are is different than who we think we are. So I bring this up to say, like, when you have that real to get to real communication, you really have to speak from where you at, not where you think you are. And it's very tough to communicate with anybody. Like even the toughest communications I'm having now it's with family. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? People, you know, but because, you know, them, there's they're engaging you like what they want to be instead of who they are. And I'm pro I'm definitely probably the same way. Like yeah. it's hard to communicate because we haven't really communicated with ourselves that okay, this is reality, and it's tough to have that reality discussion with yourself. I think all that shit, <clears throat> it all roll into itself. Like we don't communicate on any level. All the shit that's dealing with in our past that make us who we are to this day, who. We really are, and, and like you said, who we think we might be. You know what I'm saying? Like, just even rolling into the confrontations that we have 
in life, like man to man, woman to woman, like people getting shot. Like nigga, a dice game just killed Takeoff. Rest in peace to Takeoff. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to him and his family and um, you know what I'm saying? Prayers go out to them. But it's all about communication and having a conversation and being like, all right, how serious is this? Like, taking disrespect in a way where it's like, okay, why did you take that disrespectful? It's got something to do with what happened to you in the past. What's your dating age range, Josh? Mine's is 30 to 45. My nigga, your window's so small when it comes to bitches. That nigga say she got to be healed 30 to 45. Yeah, he said mm-hmm. healed of everything. Yeah. He got No, E. E. I say 25, but I'm playing. But the older I get, it move up. So I'm more like at 28. 29, 30. You know what I'm saying? 28, 29, 30 to 38. I ain't never dated a woman older than me. I tried one time, but she had grandkids. And once I found that out, it just turned me off. Shout out to her, though. She was cool as fuck. She wanted to give me that pussy. But then when I heard her say, my son just dropped my grandbaby off, I was like, all right, let me call you back. She never heard from me again. I don't know what to do, man. It's one thing. It's one thing to be fucking a girl and you can hear her kids in the background, but then when you fucking somebody, you hear grandkids in the background. It's like this some type of pussy I shouldn't be even indulging in. I've done that before. Ooh. So go ahead. It's an interesting what? Tell the story. I mean, yeah, about you fucking somebody, grandma. Well, it, she she was a grandmother, and she was uh, so. This is what happened. Um, I didn't know she was a grandma. I knew she was older. I knew she had kids. I knew her kids was grown, so it was a possibility. So the whole like grown women, you know, timing. I've definitely noticed that. Usually in dating a, a older woman, time for shit like dating because that's like leisure time and expendable. They they on point with that shit. It ain't like no bullshit. So it was a sat. It was a Saturday, like later, like around seven, she was like, my daughter was supposed to pick up our kids, but they still here, but they just going to be in the basement. Mm, how old the kids? I would say they were all elementary. It was two. So under 10? So like, yeah, under 10, all right, cool. over six. Okay, 10 to six. Okay, cool. So... So they can make noodles and shit like that and they can take care of themselves. The oldest one. I mean. No, that's all I'm asking. I just want to know. You ain't got to go too in detail. I just want to give the people a vision of what you're dealing with while you're upstairs fucking somebody's grandma. Okay, it happened like that because, I mean, it's like we we planned out, like, usually when it's older, yeah, the sex be a little bit more scheduled because, you know, the time and how much she worked and, and shit like that. Yeah, she ain't got no responsibilities like that. These ain't her fucking kids. These are grandkids, but she like, no, I can move and shake how I want to. But grandma shit happened, so go ahead. So because of that, we went to the guest bedroom in the attic instead of like the regular bedroom. So it's like almost like two floors between the, ki- you know, the kids and us in the attic. And, you know, it, shit went the way it went. It was a longer session. That's another thing. Like, uh, sex is more, has been more experiential, meaning, like, it's more of a everything, usually with the older women I've been with. And she was, damn, how old was she? I want to say 46 at the time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, the shit was straight. Yeah. It, it felt kind of... It felt kind of odd because, like, between between not position changes and shit, but between, like, foreplay, you know what I'm saying? She went, had to check on the kids in the basement and oh. came back up, but then had to, like, you know, usually older women like wearing lingerie. So it's like she got on lingerie and then she had to put on, like, the, the big-ass shirt over the lingerie and then take the lingerie, I mean, take the big-ass shirt yeah. back off. It was—that was— Part of the absurdity that I be finding funny. You was eating pussy and then she listening because it got too quiet downstairs and she's like, hold on, let me go see what they down there doing. 
She done put this big slip on. She done put her. She done put the family reunion T-shirt over the lingerie, and I went downstairs and was like, "What y'all down here doing?" Yeah, it, that y'all yeah, like that moment was not the sexiest sounds when you thinking about sex, but it was so absurd, and I was like, "Eh, fuck it." Boy, niggas ain't shit. But yeah, I, I oh, Josh needs to up his range. I think he'll be less frustrated. I don't, man. Women, uh, nigga Steve said it sounded like a lot of work. And he said Pinot Grigio. I'm gonna fuck with it. I agree, Riri. I don't know. That bell sounded like the girl's bell. Ain't no girl's bell over here. All bells are unisex. Stop trying to add a gender to something that's genderless. Try an older one. It's not much stress because they've been through most of the life's BS already. Mm. I don't know. We're going to see what God take me, my boy. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to sit here and make no guarantees, E. Green. But like I said, the oldest woman I think I've ever been with was my oldest daughter, Mama, and she is older than me by three months. So that was the oldest vagina I've ever uh, dove into. You know what I'm saying? So, but no, I mean, I'm just saying, like, at the time, I was super young when this one chick was trying to trying to give me some, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was like, young, 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 put the number one grandma tea over the lingerie. <laughs> you done put the Mother's Day gift over there, the kids was down there. Hey. She down there, she mad as hell, like, they done put that TV on my, ga- uh, that game on my TV. She done went down there. <laughs> They're like, grandma, it's cool, it's PlayStation. I mean, hey. Once the session got going, I figured I was in the mix. It just had like two TV timeouts. You had, you had like uh, first like pregame foreplay before anything get real physical. Yeah. Then you had the break. Then, then you had like the real foreplay. Then you got. What's break, the pre-four game? What's the like tongue kissing? What's the pre-four game like? I mean, just break it down. You yeah, can't say the like, pre- so like yeah. You kissing, kissing, kissing real hard you know, for like ten no, minutes. No nudity. Let's put it like this: All the no nudity on. zone of foreplay is different than the like you in the mix. So she already had the lingerie under the clothes, or she had to put the lingerie on. She knew she was getting some dick. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's yeah. like, yeah, that young rapper boy finna come over. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Tez? Martez on here. So y'all, so y'all, no, all clothes on, tongue kissing real hard. <laughs> yeah. You can't suck on her neck because she don't want no passion. That she don't want no passion marks on her neck. She don't call them hickeys. They passion marks. <laughs> boy, you better not put no passion marks on my neck. So y'all, tongue kissing real hard. The kids downstairs. She smells something. She like they down there cooking. So she go downstairs. Okay. So wait, wait, wait. So it's the it's the whole interaction. You so we go upstairs. Milo, what up? We go upstairs to the uh, guest bedroom. So we chill. It's like you sit, you know what I'm saying? A little bit of conversation. And then from that little bit of conversation, then it turns into like what I call middle school, like, you know, kissing and petting and all of that shit. Mm-hmm. Then came, all right, time out one. Let me go check on the kids. Okay. Check on the kids. Time out one also was let me change into the lingerie. So she changed in front of you? The, or no, did she no, go no. in the bathroom? She she did this shit, I assume, in her room. So, oh, I fucked in the guest room. Yeah, upstairs in the attic. So, like, we are in the <laughs> attic, the kids are in the basement. So it was a lot of separation. Yeah, it was like three floors. It was like two flo- a floor between y'all. Well, two floors. So let's just assume, no, okay, so a floor. So y'all upstairs in the guest room, in the attic. So was this above her room? Yeah, it was basically like right next to the door. Damn, you know this nigga car was fucking in the Renaissance building. So y'all upstairs in the attic, she go downstairs to put on the lingerie, but then she go downstairs to the first floor, then to the basement to check on the kids. Mm-hmm. Nigga said middle school love and wine. And then she come upstairs, walk all up them stairs, and come back up there and your dick hard the whole time. How I like what's the age difference? Cause you she 46, you what? At the time, I wanna say I'm 33, 32. So yeah. it, was a, it was a gap, bro. It, yeah, it was that's definitely a, gap. a big gap. You know, thirty-three what I mean? to forty-six is a gap. Like that's, like nigga, that's like cool in the gang and MPMD. You know what I'm saying? 
It's like, you, you know, you like, nigga, you like, I listen to Nas. She like, nigga, I like Curtis Blow. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all too different. Yeah, that's different. That's different. So, okay, so, bet. So, now you done did that. She in her lingerie. Now, what's the next step with you and grandma? Like, grandma in there, she got the lingerie on. Okay, then the comes, you know, I, I, uh, you know, I offer, yeah, as you say. Uh, to eat the pussy? Yeah, I, I, I. Cunnilingus How did you offer To eat her pussy Like She came back upstairs Like boy Them kids getting on my nerves And you was like What <laughs> What you do She was like I had to She like They down there hungry You like Yeah I want something to eat too Like how you slide into it Like real sly Cause you a rapper So how you put that on her Alright so Like basically This is The the whole get down Once she came back with that I was like Alright now I want you To model for me you know, and then I had her. <laughs> Listen, I'm a silly nigga, bro, because I don't be doing that kind of shit. Like, I don't know, Riri, you the only girl in, in the locker room right now, obviously. <laughs> Do girls like that when a nigga be like, well, I want you to model for me? Like, is that fly shit? I've never done that, know. but go ahead, continue. But it was a way for me, the whole concept of basically I could get her to turn around. So, Chef that ass? Ass was straight. Okay, ass cool. Was straight. I don't you know. know what I'm saying? Body was on point. So, like, so to get her to turn around, and then from there, Ass basically, feet. let me kiss again. Like, I like kissing a woman when Ass. I'm behind them. And then, basically, you Oh, like, so, so you stood up. Yeah. Oh, I thought she, when she spent around, you were sitting down and you kissed you know. her. So she turned around, you jumped up, and then what? Like, kissed her. Then I kissed her, basically, where she's still facing away from me. Yeah. And then it's like grabbing her neck. I like real, that kiss. Real sensual shit. That's some dope shit. You know like, what how I'm they saying? jack you up in prison, like, when them niggas grab you. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas in prison be like, what you kiss, in for, young nigga? Locked up, the locked up kiss. I hey, guess my man, hand me my on. towel, bro. Yeah, turn around, you drag that nigga up. Like, what's going on, boy? You know what it is, nigga. I need some of that boy pussy up off for you. All right, so now you got her hemmed up. Like, she had Jackson. So now you got her hemmed up from the back, right? All right, cool. So now what? All right, so from hemmed up from the back, then from the lingerie, you know what I'm saying? Because she already turned around. So then let me start taking off the lingerie. Okay. I personally... I personally like when it comes to eating pussy, I like to start to eat pussy from the back. <laughs> <laughs> My niggas say I'm eating that ass pussy from the bike. Okay. That's 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 usually a starting position. Lord no. You like to eat pussy wild. from the back. <laughs> All right, now how long has that been a thing? Like <laughs> that eating pussy from the back, like what? It was like you saw like Cherokee the ass getting ate out. You was like, it's just something about that ass, your ass nigga. I mean, it definitely was probably around that time where it was like, okay, fuck it. Let me let me go here. So Cause usually, Amber, it's, it's would you trip a, if a nigga I, Amber? Would you trip if a nigga want to eat your pussy from the back first? <laughs> Wouldn't you think like, damn, nigga, why don't you? I want to see you do it. But go ahead, continue. Okay. I'm sure I mean, we we changed positions after, so like, I mean, but you started off we, in the back. I start there because my thought process is, it's like, let me change the game up. Let me leave a mark that the next man probably wouldn't. He ain't gonna start. That's off my thought process. Okay, so you eating the pussy from the back, then she flip around, eat the pussy from the front. Yep, and mm -hmm. then from there she returns the favor. Like, and then and and for me personally, I'm a big stand up to receive head. Oh, you don't like to lay down. So let me ask you this. Nah, I'm not I'm not a lay down guy. So Okay, but I let me ask you this. Up. You stand up. Okay, so she got used to it, but what if she wanted to eat suck your dick from the back? <laughs> 
Because what if she like? I mean, I want to return the favor. You ate my pussy from the back. I would like to suck your dick from the back. Okay, <laughs> that, that that would throw me off, and I would turn that down. Why would you turn it down? She like, young man, you ain't never had this before. I would like to try it on you. <laughs> I'm good on that, Grandma. I'm straight. We gonna go, young man. In this house, this. I'm gonna suck this dick from the back, young man. <laughs> so bend over, because I got to be able to hear my grandbabies. I don't want to hear you on the money. But anyway, so you like to stand up, right? Yeah. <laughs> so you like to stand up and get hit, which I think. Is weird. I like to lay down. I like to be comfortable. Like I like to her lay there. I like to feel titties on my thighs. Like I like to feel the motherfucker. I'm a stand up guy because it gives them a better range of motion. Usually, I get a better performance as if I stand up. Oh, so you trying down. to talk like you got a lot of dick and niggas out here don't? I'm not saying that's what that. you're saying. A better saying, range of motion. I'm just saying, like range of motion don't mean that. So I'm you telling saying, me you, you was face, you was upstairs in the attic face fucking somebody grandma. <laughs> That's fucked up. But anyway, so you stand up, get some head, bam. So at some point in time. So at that point, when we about to transition from head to fucking, that's when break two TV timeout. She was like, all right, hold Ooh. on. And usually that happens with an older woman because usually before sex, she got a pee. They always do like, all right, let me do that. What well, a pee. I think they checking themselves, making sure shit's good. You already ate the you pussy. What, what else got to be good? You should have did that before I put my mouth on you. You don't go checking. Nah, shit. It's what it will. It, whatever is in there, I done ate it. I assume she probably did the check before the first time, but, but she, she went back second. Be, I mean, older women. It seems that are, are, in my experience, have had more when it comes to like the care of themselves, especially mm-hmm. when it deals with pussy. They be on point with that shit. So I assume that was that was timeout too. She probably checked on the grandkids then. Then we got to doing what we did. Sorry, and then when we finished. Did you use a condom? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We uh, actually did strike. Did she suggest the condom or did you do it? It was kind of mutual. But she she definitely was like, hey, it was her that that spoke it into this. Knowing her tools tied. So my thing is this. What year was this? And then, I mean, I guess this is the end of the story. What year was this? Damn. So that was... You were 33. So that was about like, like I want to say six, seven years ago. So what? what's that? Like uh, 13, 14? 2013, like my nigga. STD rates weren't even high like that. Y'all should have went crazy. <laughs> that shit didn't spike till 15. <laughs> Dog, this nigga Curry is checking all the stops. This is a whole event fucking his grandma. Yeah, he went through it. Obviously, it was good and it was worth it. Them grandkids was down there playing, uh, it's, would you say the 2013? They down there playing Nintendo Wii. They down there playing Wii Bowling. <laughs> Hey, grandma upstairs eating dick. Uh-oh, we on now, nigga. This one, you know you on. We getting spammed. Find my hot girls here. What else we got? Let's hit some of these comments. Not the spammy ones. I hit a 36-year-old when I was 20. Nigga, I felt like King Masai Masoot. Mansa Moose. Mansa Moose, the richest man to ever live, man. They said that nigga gave niggas gold and fucked up a whole... He fucked up the economy somewhere. That's when you know your bag, right? Um, It can be. Depends on the vibe. So that's she talking about when Kari uh, forced his old woman to model for him. <laughs> hey, ain't that what the nigga did in Sugar Hill? You remember Sugar Hill? That's the nigga did Sugar Hill. He's like, I want you to model for me. Hey, the basketball nigga. Hey, and then you he, meet uh, my man that when he turned into Skeezer, uh, Von D. Lee Curtis. The basketball that nigga. Class, yeah, that's the scene when he go on old girl that was in Girl 6. Yeah, he was like, like, you know what you are? He started beating her up and he was like, suck my dick. 
what's funny is that story seemed eerily similar. No, I was not playing out Vondi Lee Curtis Bike. in Sugar Hill. That shit wasn't you know? funny, but that part was funny. We used to laugh at that part. He was like, suck my dick. And I'm surprised you don't remember the part where he was like, you know what you are? A Oh yeah, I do remember that part. And then he was like, "Oh," and then it like and then a she, damn Shakespearean actor. Then Wesley Snipes. And then know, she bit no, the but shit. then she bit his dick. Mm-hmm. And then she ran out. And then Wesley Snipes came in there and did what he had to do. He's a basketball playing nigga. All right, Peru. Uh, y'all look that movie up, man. Shout out to people in Peru. Go look that movie up, man. Sugar Hill, right? Yeah, Sugar yeah. Hill with uh uh, uh Wesley, Wesley Snipes, Snipes and, and Eddie and, uh, Kane. Yeah, Eddie Kane. All right, what else we got? Type. Uh, type of nigga don't want to lay down. I don't know. I always he tripped me out with that. But everybody got their own kinks. I mean, getting head sitting up, standing up is cool. But nigga, I be wanting to lay down and relax. Like nigga, who want to stand up the whole time? You got to stand up hitting the bitch from the back. Like nigga, I want to lay down and be treated like a king. You know what I'm saying? I want to lay down and lounge. The reason I do this is because I had an ex. Hit this said, nigga wine. Go hold on. Let me read this. This nigga wine. It's <laughs> my nigga wine. Went to high school when we graduated together. This nigga said knocked down a 34 year old our senior year in high school. I ain't even gonna say no names, dog. Nigga out of pocket. <laughs> Niggas was wildin'. <laughs> Niggas was wildin'. Motherfuckers should have lost their jobs. <laughs> so y'all was giving and getting head and then put a condom afterwards. I've done that too, but when you think about it, what's the point? I mean, you right. Like if eating pussy raw, if you eating pussy without the dental dam, like, and if you ever try to suck my dick with a condom on, bitch, it ain't no reason to ever talk to me again. <laughs> So it's like, why should I put a condom on if I'm finna hit this pussy? Like, whatever is in your mouth, it's a very good chance it's in your pussy. So, yeah, you right about that. Like, oh, that's wild. But, you know, Kari was a 33-year-old nigga fucking somebody's grandma, man. She wasn't gonna just let that nigga hit that pussy any kind of way, nigga. Luke used to fuck on her. So, you know what I'm saying? She could have got anything. Luke. <laughs> I wanna rock. I wanna rock. I wanna rock. I wanna rock. I, 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 I wanna rock. <laughs> nigga, yeah. I just, nah, nah, nigga. I'm, I'm a, I am a nigga who only... I've only fucked women my age, man. But, like, the reason I don't lie down, even though it is more comfortable, I had an ex, like I was going to tell you, that said, I do a better job when you stand up. So, after that, I was like, it kind of stuck with me for a while, so... I'm in that mix now. So she fucked up your whole dick sucking experience forever. I'm like, well, this ain't about you. This how I like my dick sucked. I would like to lay down. You know what I'm saying? So you don't start, and then speaking of which, you what? don't start like off the wall. You don't try to do like something abnormal. You ain't never start from eating from the back. Eating pussy from the back. <sighs> it depends on what, what bag I'm in. Yeah, like shit. Yeah, I do that off the bill, but that ain't like, that sound like that's your go to shit. Like, you sound like Jordan. Like, let me get on the elbow and shoot this motherfucking, uh, Fade away. <laughs> he had the Temptations playing while knocking that granny down. Yeah, that nigga was uh listening to uh to the time, my nigga. Jigglos, <laughs> <laughs> get lonely. Too. That nigga was out there playing that shit. If I ever offer, uh, if I even got offered some condom head, I'm leaving immediately. My pager's going off. Something. Yeah, I'm out of there. I'm out of there. I'm out of there. I mean, one time this girl pussy stank so bad, and um. I, okay, I hit her a bunch of times, but it was just this one time the pussy was, and she had this cold ass little roommate. They stayed out in, um, they stayed out somewhere. They're like Romulus. And I remember, nigga, I was fucking the shit out of her because I was hoping her girl heard and then would try to give me some pussy later. I was a young nigga at the time. I thought it was going to work. Like, I'm like, let me beat this pussy up and then just go to the bathroom because that's how porns work. Now you ever see a porn and nigga fuck the mama and then he you go in the room was, uh, and then naughty America. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you hit the mama and then you go in and you go to use the bathroom real quick and then the daughter be like, I want some of that too. Like you be thinking that. So I was hitting this girl, fucking the shit out of her nigga. I was beating that pussy down and I was using the condom too. That was one of the last times. 
That was like nigga 2004. <laughs> I think get get Richard I trying just came just went gold. <laughs> so I was fucking her in there, nigga. And then I was like, nigga, beating that pussy up. I'm like, I know a girl here that she gone. She got to give me the pussy out of this. These hoes ain't friends for real. They just they just locked in into a lease together. <laughs> nigga, I went in the room. I was walking outside in the hallway for three minutes with my dick out. Like, I hope this bitch walk out and see this motherfucker like this. She wasn't fucking with me. She wasn't fucking with me. He was like stomping so she could hear that she was yeah. outside the room. Like, nigga, I flushed the toilet a couple times. Nigga, I washed my hand. I don't even wash my hand. I just turned the thing on. And I walked around. I mean, I thought she going to come on. I'm like, oh, damn, my bad. I didn't even know you was in there. She was like, damn, you was in there beating that pussy up. Yeah. And then, but no, I, of course, I went back in there and hit our girl again some more because she ain't come back out. She ain't come out to give me no uh, imaginary pussy that I thought I was going to get. And then um, we was in there getting it in and it just started. It was, it just stank and I remember I was like alright I'm finna leave so I just made up I was like man I'm hungry shit I need to go get some McDonald's she's like alright well grab me a uh, double bacon cheeseburger I was like bet it up I was like bitch you gonna be hungry nigga I jip. I never saw her again until I saw her at this club that it was a club out in uh, I can't remember where it was at but I saw her and she was like hey I was like what up that was it but yeah I got out of there sometimes you gotta get out of there you gotta find any excuse to leave that pussy smelled like uh, jet fuel nigga it was very potent let's see what the comments talking about man we'll probably get out of here that's it let me see what the comments talking about oh that was all of them mm -hmm. so y'all give me a hit yeah, kind of said, all right, y'all. Yeah, man. I think this was cool, man. A little hour. Like I said, man, I had I don't a, know what the Facebook comments say. Uh one nigga Juan said you was hitting um hitting her while listening to the uh Temptations. You was in that bitch. Welcome to the bad side. Gonna take a mean ride. <laughs> well, man, listen. Um, like I said, what I got going on this weekend? Um, I'm in Fort Wayne, Indiana. So anybody in Fort Wayne, Indiana watching this, man, come fuck with your boy. I'll be out there performing with a bunch of other funny comedians. I'm in Richmond, Michigan on Saturday. If you out in the Richmond area, come out there and kick it with your boy. If you want to drive two hours to come see me too, come fuck with me. And then uh the 10th, the 11th, and the 12th, I'm at one night stands out in Waterford headlining all the shows. I'm headlining Thursday. I'm headlining two for, uh, no, I'm headlining one Thursday, one Friday, and then two Saturday. So that's going to be a good look. And then the 25th, man, um, I am, um, we doing a show over at the Independent. EJ, me, uh, EJ and all the people that produced that, Kari involved, uh, it's going to be called Crowded. And basically crowded is just uh we it's called crowd work, basically. We do crowd work and comedy, and that's just us kind of fucking around with the audience. A very interactive show. We're gonna do shit like, you know, you can airdrop pictures, we're gonna pop shit up on the screen, and um, we're gonna make shit up out of nowhere. You know what Yo, I'm saying? We're gonna do some prank calls. Kool-Aid used to do that at Bakers. I wanna bring that back. We might do some prank calls. It might be a nigga that's yeah. irritating. We're gonna play on the phone, fuck with him, and all that. So it's a very interactive evening of big, comedy. Big, big announcement. We're doing a vision board party. Josh is hosting it for the ladies. <laughs> For the two ladies. of y'all. <laughs> ladies vision board party. Yeah, that's going to happen too. So we, we, we didn't know that. That's next year. But this year, that's what we tapping in with. So uh, I'm going to see y'all, man. But look, man, thank for y'all for coming on here, fucking with me on a late Thursday like this. Um, EJ quit, man. <laughs> he don't fuck with us no more, man. He's shooting a lot of uh, uh, great shit. He married. He living his life, man. He's having a good time, man. EJ, no, EJ just been, we ain't been doing it on a normal day. So EJ just, we ain't been trying to force him out. And he been busy doing other shit. But EJ will be back. I mean, I ain't doing shit next Wednesday. So I will be back. EJ should be, we be, the whole team will be full of facts. So the, the quality of the podcast will be better. Because you see how shit look when Kari do it. <laughs> but yeah, man, thank y'all for tuning in, man. Tell somebody you love them, man. And communicate. You know what I'm saying? That's why I want to end it on. Be healed. Be healed, my nigga. 23, if you ain't healed, stay away man. from me. 
Where the hill that? Where the hill those at? <laughs> Peace out, y'all. You're listening My to nigga, the welcome. Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network.